Welcome to Not Your Cup of Tea. I'm your host, Kelsey West. Welcome back to a brand new episode of Not Your Cup of Tea. I'm your host, Kelsey West. Thank you so much for joining me today. I am reporting live from my bedroom. Nope. That's, I I mean, that is right. I am reporting live from my bedroom, but what I meant to say (laughs) is I'm reporting live from my bed. I'm currently in my bed because I have not felt well for the last like two and a half days now. And so because of that, I am recording this episode much later than I would normally. At the time I'm recording this, the episode is supposed to come out tomorrow. And that's that's a little crazy for me, but it's okay. So this episode, because I am not feeling well, it'll be a little bit shorter than usual. Um, and what I thought I would do for today's episode is, since this week is Thanksgiving, and Thanksgiving happens to be one of my least favorite holidays, <laughs> we would read some funny happenings, like some funny family stories that happened at Thanksgiving. Uh, just to bring a little humor to the crazy time that is the holiday season, especially when it comes to having to get together with our family and the many different personalities of our family members. Okay, so these are the stories that I thought I would read. I was going to get like listener submitted stories, um, but I didn't have time to post it on my Instagram to gather it, but I will be doing this same kind of funny family holiday stories again, but for Christmas. So keep an eye out on my Instagram, uh, the podcast Instagram, for that. Okay, so the stories that I have for today are from BuzzFeed. It's an article called People are sharing stories about when their family Thanksgiving went completely off the rails, and I'm speechless at some of these. And it was from November 25th, 2021. I believe there are 25, and they're basically just like little vignettes. Yeah, I think that's how you pronounce that, little vignettes of of stories. So they're not very, very long. Sorry if I sound weird. I had to adjust my microphone. Okay, so here we go. Number one. One glorious Thanksgiving, my mom and aunt decided to try edibles for the first time. Naturally, they made the rookie mistake of eating another after only 15 minutes because they're not doing anything. Fast forward two hours and my mom is in full panic mode about whether or not the local ducks she feeds daily will starve overnight because there's no way she's in any fit state to go out and feed them. And my aunt is waking my uncle up every half hour and asking him to tell her whether or not she's still breathing. That's funny. Why would you try that for the first time at Thanksgiving? That's just, you're just asking for it at that point. You know what I mean? Because if you do or say something stupid while high for the first time around family, they're never going to let you live it down. You know what I mean? Like, that's just, that was not smart. Okay. Number two, my dad bought a Ron 
Papiel set it and forget it rotisserie oven one year just so he could make our Thanksgiving turkey that way. He got so excited and invited the whole family over, of course. Okay, was that the entire story? Was that supposed to be really funny? I don't know why that's funny or why that was supposed to be a good story. <laughs> I also don't know who this Ron Papiel person is. So that was kind of stupid. Although this rotisserie oven thing made me think <laughs> part of the reason why I decided to do this topic for this episode is because one Thanksgiving when I think I was in high school, we were at my grandparents' house, which we always go to their house for Thanksgiving. And that year, for some reason, there was a power outage in the part of town where my grandparents live. And we were in the middle of cooking the turkey dinner and so my grandpa had to bring in the generator he has like a an electric or a motor or what am I trying to say he has a generator for for power for when the power goes out there are I think we had like two microwaves a rotisserie oven and <laughs> what else we had something else and they were all plugged into the single generator and so it was taking up all the counter space and we were basically cooking our entire Thanksgiving dinner uh with two microwaves and a rotisserie oven because the entire power went out and we had no other way to take care of it so yeah that story is not as interesting as I thought it was going to be maybe I just didn't tell it right but again I'm not feeling good so you get what you get number three hopefully hopefully this third one will be a little bit more interesting okay during a childhood Thanksgiving my mom's candles caught the kitchen curtains and some decorative greenery on fire my sister my cousins and I were at the kids table in the kitchen while the adults were in the dining room so no one of significance noticed anything except me before we started eating my mom threatened us with pain of death if we annoyed the adults during dinner so when the fire got out of hand I quietly walked to the dining room and stood silently for a minute or two until someone noticed me only then did I politely say sorry but the kitchen's on fire <laughs> my mom still gives me grief about my prioritizing politeness over sense number four my grandpa and grandma got divorced and grandpa eventually remarried one thanksgiving during the what are you most thankful for portion of dinner my not so well grandpa stood up and declared that he regretted letting my grandma divorce him and that it was the biggest mistake of his life right in front of his new wife what happened next? What did this outburst of drama cul culminate with? Nothing. He sat back down, his old wife chuckled nervously, and we continued with the speeches. Basically, we all tried to act like it didn't happen. <laughs> what? Grandpa just stands up and says, I regret divorcing my first wife in front of his new wife, and then none of you talk about it ever again. Okay, number five. A family friend who happened to be lesbian thought it would be a good idea to carry at least 20 plates across the living room before Thanksgiving dinner. And a shocking surprise to absolutely no one, she dropped all of the plates onto the floor. Then my grandfather, who barely knows this friend, says the most infamous words in our family's history. You know those lesbians. <laughs> you know those lesbians. Slippery fingers. Oh my god. <laughs> These grandpas be out here absolutely unhinged. My god. Okay, number six. 
My mom always has a specific menu planned out for the holidays, and every year my grandmother brings a not very good mac and cheese that my mom never asks her to bring, by the way. Uh, one year my grandmother brought her mac and cheese per usual, but my mom refused to bake it or even serve it. She kept saying we already have a cheesy carb and tried to say we didn't have enough oven space, even though we had an entire second oven that wasn't being used. It was super awkward. They added a lot of extra letters in there to emphasize the superness. Uh, my grandmother never even mentioned the dish's absence at the meal. Okay, that one was not very good either. I feel like that did not need to make it into this BuzzFeed article. Okay, number seven. A few years ago, my brother and I were tasked with making centerpieces for the Thanksgiving table. Honestly, we made really beautiful pieces, primarily featuring uh, faux leaves. Faux? I think that's how you pronounce that word, right? F-A-U-X, faux, like a faux, faux coat. Now I'm just second-guessing myself. I don't even know if anything coming out of my mouth right now is making any sense. Okay, anyways. So they made it out of fake leaves. <laughs> Well, during dinner, real candles were, were used in the center of them, resulting in many fires all along the tables, halfway through dinner. Nothing like a bunch of incinerated fake leaves to make you realize <laughs> you fucked up big time. Wow, there's a lot of fire involved um, at Thanksgiving dinners. First, the, f the curtains getting caught on fire, and now the table with the fake leaves. Number eight. We refer to this as the Thanksgiving from hell. I was sleeping on the floor since the house was full of relatives, and I woke up to my aunt screaming bloody murder from the bathroom. She was taking a shower, and the plumbing backed up through the tub. It was, quite literally, <laughs> shitty water. We had to shut the water off and finish the cooking at several different neighbors' houses. To make matters worse, we couldn't reach a plumber until the following Monday. My uncle was staying at a hotel and wouldn't let a single one of us use his room to use the bathroom or to shower. We had to take carloads of family members to the literal gas station to use the bathroom. So I went back to college all gross from days of no showering. Turns out the plumbing issue was a citywide problem and they had to evacuate the entire street in front of our house. So the whole ordeal was expensive, messy, and left such a scar on my family that none of my relatives have been invited back since. We have small, immediate family-only Thanksgivings now, and they are so much better. The, I, <laughs> I'm not, <laughs> I'm not sure what the worst part of this story is. If it is the, the toilet water getting backed up into the tub, or if it's that on top of having to go to a, <laughs> a gas station in order to use a bathroom. What a, what a terrible uncle who was staying at a hotel and had access to a bathroom and wouldn't let any of his family members use it. That's so mean. Okay, number nine. Back when I was a kid, I thought it would be a funny prank to put a rubber chicken in the oven on Thanksgiving. My mom would laugh and laugh. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> ho, ho, ho. There's a rubber chicken in the oven. What a gag. 13-year-old me didn't realize that normal adults usually preheat the oven before putting the turkey in. <laughs> That's the end of that. But I can just imagine that it would be kind of terrifying and probably uh, really stinky because the rubber chicken would have melted in the oven. So what a mess. And it probably reeked. I bet, as, I bet that mother was not happy. Like, at all. I bet that mother did not go, ho, ho, ho. <laughs> 
Also, who who says that? Ho, 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 there's a rubber chicken in the oven. What a gag. What is this, like the 1950s? I don't even know if people in the 1950s talked like that. When has anybody ever talked like that? Okay, number 10. This was back in the 80s, a.k.a. no Google. We finished our Thanksgiving dinner and everyone was cleaning up. Somehow, a button broke off of the dishwasher, so my grandfather grabbed some super glue to fix it. He ended up gluing his hand to the door of the dishwasher. The adults tried to free him to no avail, so my father had to quite literally dismantle the dishwasher door with his father's hand super glued to the front of it. He carried the door with my grandfather attached to the back of our station wagon and brought the conjoined duo to our local emergency room. They waited for several hours only to be set free by a nurse who happened to have nail polish remover in her locker. Wow. Good old nail polish remover. Honestly, nail polish remover will solve like 75% of everyone's problems. Just throwing that out there. Okay, number 11. About two hours ago, we had my mom's brother and his family over for Thanksgiving. I loved them. So sweet and so funny. But they were very secretive within their own family and never ever shared personal details with each other. We do this thing, like many families do, where we go around the dinner table to say what we're thankful for. Completely normal. After a few too many glasses of wine, my uncle decided to share how grateful he was for the nurses in the hospital that took care of my aunt when she had a heart attack a few weeks before Thanksgiving. But none of my cousins knew she had a heart attack or that she was even taking medication for it. They literally did not know their own mother had a heart attack because, quote, they don't share information like that. That's weird. Number 12. I remember one Thanksgiving when everyone was crazy drunk and fighting. I literally escaped through the bedroom window and drove away with an entire pie. Happy ending. <laughs> what? That's, that was weird. Okay, number 13. My husband was an only child of divorced parents. His father loved me, but his mother couldn't stand me. To be clear, the woman couldn't stand anybody. She was a horrible person. On this particular Thanksgiving, we'd been married about six years. My mother-in-law cooked a nice turkey dinner, and we sat down to eat. We filled our plates, and I had one fork full of food in my mouth when my husband asked my mother-in-law what she would like for Christmas. My mother-in-law looked directly at me, pointed her fork at my face, and said, well, I don't know why you bother asking me because since you married her, you never buy me what I want anyway. My husband put his fork down on his plate very carefully, stood up, and said, fine, then you don't need her sitting at your dining room table. We're leaving, and we got up and left Thanksgiving dinner. It took her two entire days to call and apologize. Mm, number 14. My mother and grandmother had restaurant reservations for Thanksgiving last year, but very last minute, my sister somehow convinced them to go somewhere else. Of course, this means no reservations, but my sister's convinced that it'll be fine, and they might just have to, you know, wait a few minutes for a table. Mind you, I live in another state, so I get to experience what I'm about to tell what I'm about to tell you, uh, wait, what? Mind you, I live in another state, so I get to experience what I'm about to tell you from a distance. They end up sitting at the bar while waiting for a table and have a few drinks and appetizers. After the second round of martinis, my mother looks over and my grandmother is leaning back in her chair, completely limp and unresponsive. <laughs> oh 
Everyone freaks out, paramedics are called, and grandma is rushed to the ER. I'm 1,200 miles away when my mother calls to tell me what happened. At this point, grandma is at the ER, still unresponsive, with crazy low blood sugar, or sorry, with crazy low blood pressure and a very high heart rate. I'm ready to book plane tickets and rush to the airport when mom calls back and says, don't worry, everything's okay, your grandmother's just drunk. Her blood test came back completely normal except for a BAC of 0.24, three times the legal limit. My grandma is 90 years old, about 4'8", and 100 pounds. She hadn't eaten anything all day because she knew they were having a big dinner. She also ordered another martini while no one was looking, so the second martini was actually her third. That's crazy. Why... Why does it say her blood test came back completely normal except for her BAC, which is like the alcohol content that she had in her blood system, of 0.24, three times the legal limit? Like, you're, okay, maybe I'm wrong about this. I mean, I'm, you know, not a drinker, so you tell me, but there's only a legal limit for how much you're allowed to drink if you get behind a, a, like, behind a car, right? Not just, like, in general. Like, you could drink and drink as much as you want, and that's not illegal. Unless, is there, like, an age... (laughs) This is such a stupid question to ask. But is there an age limit? Because it says this lady was 90 years old. So, like, at a certain point, are you not allowed to drink a certain amount? Like, for fear that it could kill you because you're so old? I mean, I could just Google that and find out the answer, but maybe you know what, maybe I'm just not understanding what this person wrote. Maybe they just wrote it in a way that does not make sense because it, it doesn't, it does not make sense. Okay, let's see, number 15. Uh, being the gay Martha Stewart wannabe that I am, I hosted Thanksgiving for years, dutifully preparing everything from scratch. It was stressful. So one year, I told my older sister that it was her turn to do it for once. She glib, she glibly, glibly, mentioned how easy it was and gave me a passing glance that I took to be a dig. Next thing you know, her husband is carving the cooked turkey and he feels something strange. Lo and behold, he reaches into the neck cavity and pulls out the bag containing the neck, liver, and giblets that was clearly never removed. My sister looks at me and asks, what's that? How was I supposed to know that that was in there? We all laughed hysterically and I gave her a very self-satisfied grin. I will never let her live that one down. See, I'm not a cooker. I Like, I don't cook. Like, you will probably never catch me cooking Thanksgiving dinner, even when I'm older. But I also would not have known that the turkey came with the, the what, the, the neck, liver, and giblets in a little bag inside inside of the bird like who does that why would you even include it i mean i guess some people would like it like if you cook them that that is a little that's an odd way to include them with your food is to stick them inside of the the bird okay number 16 (laughs) sorry i just read the first sentence of this one my grandmother ran over herself with her suv (laughs) I was on my way to the Thanksgiving festivities when it happened, so I don't know the exact details, but I do know she was getting food out from the back of her car, put it in neutral instead of park, and it slowly ran her over. 
The craziest part is that my family, all inside, didn't notice until they heard a bump against the house. The SUV made three loops before hitting the house. She ended up being totally fine, but she's obviously not allowed to go outside alone during the holidays anymore. This story is now an oh grandma moment in our family. (laughs) It's like grandma got ran over by a reindeer, but instead it's grandma ran herself over with her SUV. Okay. Number 17. When my husband was a kid, they traded off on hosting Thanksgivings between his mom and her sisters. One year, they all showed up to his aunt's house, and after an hour of appetizers and small talk, his dad commented that he couldn't smell the turkey cooking. That's when my husband's aunt revealed that they were having fondue for dinner because she doesn't like turkey. No joke. Every single person left. (laughs) What? Dude, that's like my dream come true. I, okay, I wasn't going to get into this, but this feels fitting from this story. I, I hate Thanksgiving food. The only food from Thanksgiving that I actually enjoy is stuffing and the, the pumpkin pie. <laughs> like, that's it. The turkey is always way too dry. It's never flavorful. And you have leftovers for like a week after you make it because you bake the entire turkey bird. And I don't need that much turkey. I'm not going to eat a dry ass turkey sandwich for lunch for the next five days. Like, I'm just not going to do it. Plus, there's that one weird dish that's like um, potatoes with marshmallows on top of it. Like, that's weird. I'm not here for the texture just seems gross. No, thank you. That, you know what? That's probably really the main reason why I don't like a lot of Thanksgiving food is because of texture. Because I don't like mashed potatoes either. They're too slimy. I don't like gravy. Again, too slimy. Don't like the weird potato with marshmallow things because it's slimy. Let's see, what's, what's another slimy one that I don't like? Oh, what's that stuff? The cranberry sauce? Except it's not actually sauce. It's just like chunky wannabe jello like I don't I don't know what's up with that don't like that uh what else I like the stuffing I I said that one the turkey's dry don't like that one Oh, my family will usually make like stuffed mushrooms of some sort and it always smells really good, but I hate the way it tastes. I don't like mushrooms, cooked mushrooms for the same reason as everything else with the texture stuff. They just, they're kind of slimy and gross and I don't like that. So it's just not my thing. So if, if I showed up at a Thanksgiving dinner and somebody was like, hey, I don't smell the turkey cooking. Is everything cool? And the hostess was like, yeah, no, it's because I'm not making turkey. We're having fondue. I would be so excited. I would be over the moon because I wouldn't have to worry about the nasty ass turkey. You know what I mean? But also fondue. When I hear fondue, all I can think of is like dipping strawberries in chocolate. And I'm not opposed to that because I love a good you know, chocolate dipped strawberry. However, I'm assuming if this person was planning for that to be their entire Thanksgiving meal, that they they might have used other types of foods and dipped them in other sorts of sauces. And that does seem a little weird. Also, I guess too, in, in these people's defense, she could have given them like a heads up, but I do think it was very rude that everybody just left. Like that's, that's messed up. Come on. Okay. Sorry. I went off on a tangent. Okay, number 18. 
My dad had an allergic reaction to shrimp cocktail before dinner and his face blew up. He refused to come out of the kitchen or sit at the table with us. He was just eating his food in the kitchen and trying to act like things were totally normal, like yelling out, hey, good mashed potatoes this year, huh? Meanwhile, my mom is angry crying at the table telling us to just eat our fucking food that she worked all day on. All of us kids <laughs> were just very scared and very, very confused. My sister start started crying because things were so weird and no one wanted to eat because there was so much tension. Eventually, my mom convinced my dad that she needed to take him to the ER. My high school senior brother took the bottle of wine and shared it with seventh grade me and got me drunk for the first time. My parents came home from the ER to me throwing up on the bathroom floor. Wow, that is a sucky Thanksgiving like your dad having an allergic reaction and you being scared that something could happen to him if he doesn't get it taken care of. But then your mom is there like, just eat the food that I've spent all day cooking, which is another thing that I hate about Thanksgiving, by the way. Why does it have to take all goddamn day to cook the food? <laughs> like, it's just, it doesn't seem necessary, you know? Because then when you do sit down, there's like all this pressure that you have to enjoy it because it's taken so long to make, you know? And so there's this weird like, not like a power dynamic, but there's this weird thing going on where you have to be like super grateful to the person who spent all day cooking it. But also you're like, we could have just like made hamburgers and hot dogs and we would have all had a much better time. We would have enjoyed this all so much more. You know what I mean? Which, <laughs> speaking of hot dogs at the holidays, there is this podcast that I listen to called Normal Gossip, and they tell, like, really funny gossip stories that are very mundane, like, nobody gets hurt or, you know, no one's reputation is ruined, like, none of that kind of gossip, just, like, really basic stuff that's funny and kind of silly to tell. And one of my favorite stories that they tell, it's, I don't remember what season it's in, but I know the episode is called In the Defense of Children. They tell a story about this family who has a tradition on Christmas to eat hot dogs, like, grill hot dogs, and eat hot dogs for Christmas dinner instead of, like, a big fancy dinner, like, that's their family tradition. And one particular Christmas, a hot dog ends up in the toilet at the grandparents house it becomes this whole thing like for the next 30 years like trying to figure out who put the hot dog in the toilet and it's really funny the story is great highly recommend listening to that episode it's just it's just one of those funny stories about like weird things that happen at the holidays when you get your entire family together Okay, number 19. My mom dominated the Thanksgiving dinner conversation for a solid 45 minutes about how everyone should be drinking their pee. What the fuck? Okay, she read in some yoga book about how it cures some infection called Bali Belly that you get in places like, you guessed it, Bali, <laughs> but stressed that it's actually just really helpful for all sorts of shit. She went way into detail about how you have to catch it midstream of the first pee of the morning, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> By the end, she was defending it so thoroughly that she said she was going to start tomorrow morning. She never did, and now she denies the conversation lasted more than five minutes <laughs> and insists that everyone was egging her on. Uh, what? This is so weird. Nobody, to be clear, nobody should be drinking their pee. 
unless you have like unless you have like crash landed on a island in the middle of nowhere and you have no source of clean water um don't drink your pee i did not think i would ever be telling anyone that but don't do it okay okay number 20 my sister and i tend to play fight and roughhouse even as grown-ass adults and we always take it way too far we were both competitive fighters so it wasn't hair pulling or the like it was <laughs> it was it was choke holds and grappling since we weren't allowed to close hand punch or kick each other <laughs> I'm sorry. I love that there were rules <laughs> that they couldn't use their hands or legs to harm one another, even as adults. Okay. <laughs> one Thanksgiving, we were both in our late teens. Uh, my sister came out of nowhere and shoved me onto the floor and into the pantry. Me, being kind of pissed off, chased after her and double leg take down and whoa, what? And double leg take down her take took her down, I think is what this was trying to say. Okay, I'm gonna start this over. Wow, this sentence is so confusing. I, being kind of pissed off, chased after her and double leg take downed her into the whole damn collapsible table full of Thanksgiving food. She goes flying, the food goes flying, and we get cussed out for a good 20 minutes straight. Wow, that was it. Okay, um... It was a struggle to read that sentence, and I don't know why, but the imagery of your sister flying because you, like, did this weird move with your leg, and she falls into the table, and then the food goes flying, like, you know, it's just, it's quite a lovely, like, image, and I can imagine there's, like, music. I, okay, this is what I'm imagining. I'm imagining that it is all happening slow-mo, and there's that, like, uh, um, what is that music? Where it's like, da 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 da. <laughs> nope, that's not it. I'm so sorry. I cannot focus to save my life right now. So we're just gonna move on to the next one. This episode is gonna be a mess. But okay, twenty one. We've only got a few left. Thanks for, thanks for hanging in there, guys. Okay, 21. When I was a little kid, I asked to say the Thanksgiving dinner prayer. It was a big honor to get to say it. My family was also notorious for fighting, so I said my little prayer, all nice and cute, then ended with a smart-ass, God, please let my family act normal today and not fight. Before I could even blink my eyes open, my German grandmother slapped me across the face really hard, which pissed my mother off, lots of yelling, and then we left. Aww, poor little, poor little kid, man. Just trying to ask God for some help and keeping things civil for the day and, and then your German grandmother slaps you across the face. That's, that's unfortunate. Okay, 22. One year, my sister hosted Thanksgiving for our entire extended family. She set up the buffet on her glass top breakfast table because it was round and easy for people to walk around while they made their plates. Unfortunately, she forgot that heat plus glass equals disaster. Halfway through the meal, there was a huge boom. The glass table had cracked all the way in half and all the hot dishes on it hit the ground. Luckily, everyone had already made their plates, but my sister obviously had to get a new table. It was the only leftover list Thanksgiving we've ever had. <laughs> See? Another time that I would be happy. 
no Thanksgiving leftovers. Let's fucking go. So (laughs) this just made me think of something funny because she said, this person said that the sister forgot that when you put heat and glass together, something bad happens. So (laughs) it was my senior year of college and I was living by myself and, you know, I was, I was attempting to cook more basically. And I was actually kind of enjoying it, you know, like trying different things out. It was a lot of fun. Well, I was making something one time. I don't even remember what I was making. Oh, you know what? No, I lied. I do remember what I was making. I was making hamburger helper and I had made all of the ground beef and then I drained the leftover like oil from the ground beef into a bowl. So then I could get rid of all the grease and not put it down my my drain in the sink because it's bad. You're not supposed to do that. So I had the the wherewithal and the ability to think ahead and to plan to not dump the grease down my sink. However, I didn't think about how if I poured the hot grease into a plastic bowl, the plastic would melt and the grease would go all over my kitchen. So that was a lot of fun (laughs) Um, because it was sizzling hot oil and the bowl just like literally like dissolved out from underneath me and the oil went everywhere. I don't think it got on my my feet. I don't think it burned my feet, but I had to wait for it to cool off on my kitchen floor and counter and cabinets and everything before I could start cleaning it up because it was so hot. So that was fun. I just remembered that memory. So yeah, guys, don't do that. If you're dealing with anything hot, make sure to put it in a... Actually, this is kind of funny, but now I'm a little confused by this story and why the the heat with the glass happened and like why the table broke. Because when I put like my hot oil and stuff, like when I pour the hot oil into something after like cooking bacon or, or ground beef or something like that, I'll put it into either a bowl that I'm already going to get rid of or a mason jar, which is glass. And it's usually fine. So now I'm, I'm confused. Why did this table break? I'm, I'm stumped. I would probably be able to put two and two together a lot easier if I had more than like three brain cells uh, working right now. Okay, Uh, we I think I only have three more to go. Number 23. We were celebrating Thanksgiving years ago and my cousins and I were upstairs watching TV while the adults were downstairs cooking. My cousin, who we'll call Max, was notorious for stripping down to only his undies at any possible opportunity. That Thanksgiving, Max decided to strip down to his undies and wrestle with my other cousin. All of a sudden, punches were being thrown, so Max, still partially naked, runs downstairs in front of everyone in only his underwear. Genius kid, right? Anyway, he slipped and fell in the middle of the kitchen. My Uncle Jack, who was holding a hot tray of mashed potatoes, tripped on Max. (gasps) Oh no, and spilled them all over his partially naked body. Cue my grandmother screaming, why is my naked grandson covered in mashed potatoes? And my grandfather replying, eh, stranger things have happened. Like when we found out about, whoa, what? Sorry, I just read ahead. Eh, stranger things have happened. Like when we found out about Jack's half-sister. So anyway, that, whoa, wait. No, it was getting to the good part. Sorry, the article just like, <laughs> the article that, I, that I'm reading from just like refreshed and it disappeared. Okay, 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 stop moving. All right, here. So it says, the final sentence says, so anyway, that's how my uncle's kids 
found out about their half-aunt. What? Okay, we need to dissect this from the beginning. Wow. Okay, first off, it sounds like Max, although it is not clarified that Cousin Max is most likely a toddler, I'm going to assume Cousin Max is a toddler, and that is why he likes stripping down to only his undies at any possible opportunity. Uh, also, can we really blame Cousin Max? No. So... So he's like running around and then Jack, the uncle, trips over Max because he falls on the floor and poor Max. Oh, I feel so bad for little Max. The hot mashed potatoes end up all over him. His poor little body. But also the grandma yelling like, (laughs) why is my naked grandson covered in mashed potatoes? Like... (laughs) That's just great. That's the best part of this entire story. Until you get to the very last two sentences where the grandfather is like, oh, we found out crazier things like Jack's half-sister. And then that's how everyone finds out that apparently these cousins have a half-aunt. So does that mean that Jack... Oh, shit. Does that mean that the grandpa then had like a little, you know... Uh, a side chick and had a kid and that's where the half aunt comes from because that's crazy the grandpa would bring it up you know what i mean anyways okay number 24 uh one of the last years we had my 90 year old grandma over for thanksgiving my entire family got totally hysterical during dessert someone would tell a pretty ordinary story and we wouldn't be able to stop laughing it was the most fun we'd ever had together at a holiday but as it turns out we were all stoned. Unbeknownst to us, my brother put weed into his pie. Wow. I'm not gonna lie. I feel like that would actually be really fun. (laughs) If like my entire family at Thanksgiving just happened to eat pie laced with weed and then we were all high, that would end up being such a good time. (laughs) Like (laughs) it would be crazy, but it would also make for a really great story for later, you know? Okay, last one, number 25. 25 years ago, my son was born in early November. Two weeks later, we went to my mom's house for Thanksgiving. It's important to know that everyone on her side of the family is very prim and proper. During dinner, my brother took my two-week-old son to check his diaper. He came back with the diaper in hand, saying it doesn't look right. He proceeded to smell it and said something was wrong, so he tasted it. He tasted it. Everyone flipped out, but he had actually filled a clean diaper with pumpkin pie filling. It was hilarious. Okay, thank God. I was a I I wasn't sure if I was gonna be able to to function after reading that. If it hadn't have been pumpkin pie filling, kind of makes me want to pull this kind of a prank at Thanksgiving. Do we have any littles coming that still wear diapers that we could pull this? I don't know. You know what, though? Even if I tried to pull this prank, no one would believe it. No one would believe that I would do that because that is literally the very last thing anyone would ever expect from me. (sighs) Yeah. Okay. Well, that was the last of the stories from this BuzzFeed article. Thanks for joining me, guys. I know that this episode is probably pretty short and uh, a little wild, a little all over the place because I can't focus and I keep forgetting what I'm saying. Although I will say, recording this from my bed was not a bad idea. I might have to do this more often. 
it is very comfortable although i have yawned like 25,000 times because i'm in bed and it's making me tired so maybe it's not the greatest idea I don't know. Anyways, thank you guys so much for listening and for joining me. Hopefully, uh, you guys have a great Thanksgiving and things are not as crazy as some of these stories that I just read. Hopefully, you get some good food, whatever kind of food you like and you enjoy. Hopefully, you get some. Be sure to like, rate, review, subscribe for this podcast. Please share it with a friend um, or a couple friends. It really helps. And, um... I forgot last week to say my little outgoing phrase, uh, and I almost forgot this week, but I didn't. So here we go. Thanks for joining me. <laughs> Thanks for joining me for tea, guys, and have a happy Thanksgiving. I'll catch you next week. Bye.